Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Anilo Piro of My Life Sports, back at it again with the latest installment of the 20th and Blake podcast, a Colorado Rocky-centric podcast powered by My Life Sports. This installment of the 20th and Blake podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here we are uh, a week later from the last episode that I did last week, and there really isn't a whole lot new stuff to talk. A whole lot of new stuff to talk about um, in the world of baseball. But um, you know, before we talk about baseball, I think it's only right to take a moment to talk about all the um, circumstances that are going on in the world and whatnot. So um, you know, we're going to talk about baseball. We're going to talk about basketball, UFC. We're going to talk about all sports here today, um, especially baseball. But um, I think. I think it's the moral obligation of the people to understand what's going on in the world right now with the George Floyd protests. Um, listen, I'm not afraid to say that I have gone downtown um, a few times to support, you know, in these protests for the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, you know, I am a, a white person. You know, I will never understand what this kind of oppression feels like, you know, be, being that I am not an African-American. Um, you know, I, I'm naive in this, you know, I'm naive in that sense. You know, I this is this is a fight that I want to fight, but it's not necessarily, you know, directly my battle. Um, so, you know, I've been going downtown to try to show some, you know, show some 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 support, you know, just towards my fellow human beings and, and just towards, you know, just these people, you know, that we live in society because it's just really unfortunate, you know, just, you know, the coronavirus pandemic and then this George Floyd situation, the, the video of that entire situation is just, it's really brutal and it's really awful to witness and, you know, it's just unfortunate that, you know, we're living here in the year 2020 and, you know, we're still dealing with this kind of stuff. You know, it's been, what, 10 plus years since Trayvon Martin had happened. And, you know, here we go again 10 years later and, and there really is no systematic change. So, you know, I know that this is a very controversial subject. It's a very touching subject. It's something that's very, you know, there's a lot of passion involved with this subject as well. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we just all need to try to get along here. Um, you know, and I'm, listen, I'm all for peace here. You know, that, that's really what it kind of comes down to. I'm not trying to instigate anything. I'm not trying to promote violence. You know, I am trying to promote change and I want people to change. Um, and, I, and I want this world to change and this country to change. But it's just it's just so frustrating when stuff like this happens. And it's just it's really kind of hard just to summarize thoughts because just, you know, as a human being, I just it's hard for me to watch, you know, another human being do that to somebody. You know, how do you just willingly just do that? You know, like, and just talk bad about people and, and uh, I just, I just don't understand it. You know, I just, I don't, a black person is, is just a person in my eyes. A Mexican person is just a Mexican in my eyes. An Asian person is just, you know, a person in my eyes. You know, there's no, you know, while yes, you know, there are physical appearances that are different about us at the end of the day, like I just view, you know, one another as a human, you know, whether you're 50 years old, you know, my age, 22, 23, 28, 30, 75, you know, we're all just humans and, and, you know, we can all, you know, learn from past experiences and, and learn, you know, you know, and try to build a better future for, you know, the next generation, for our generation, you know, this young generation right now, people that are my age, you know, and if there's people that are, you know, around that 20, that college age, that high school age, you know, that can, you know, maybe relate with me because we're in that younger demographic, you know, like this is up to us, you know, we've got to push this thing forward, you know, it's not up to our parents or our grandparents or our uncles and our aunts, you know, we're going to be the ones that are going to have to you know, instill this change and, and make a difference in the world, you know, for people like George Floyd and Trayvon Martin and all the people, you know, that have unfortunately, you know, succumbed to police brutality before them, you know, and, and, you know, there's, there's thousands, you know, of people, you know, around the world. And it's not just in America, you know, this is a, I, I know I'm, I'm just kind of rambling here. It's just peace. You know, that's all I want here in the world is peace. Um, I think that's all everybody wants. You know, 2020 has just been just such a strange, strange year so far for everybody. And I think, 
you know, between the fires in Australia and COVID and now these protests and, you know, some of these protests have turned violent into riots. It's just, it's such a state of turmoil right now in the world. And it's, it's just heartbreaking to watch from afar. And it's like, you know, like there's this whole, you know, I got to give a shout out to Nate Lundy, you know, the owner of Mali Sports and he's supporting TJ McBride who covers the Nuggets here. And, you know, TJ is very vocal with his opinions and, you know, and I respect him for that. You know, it's like whether you want to be vocal or whether you want to practice in private, you know, like I, I respect all beliefs and opinions. And, you know, TJ, you know, he's been pretty vocal about this stuff. And, and Nate Lundy, you know, the owner of Mali Sports has backed him 100%. You know, there, there's the whole stick to sports, shut up and dribble movement that's been going around in the world for some time now, um, you know, where people think that, you know, media personalities and sports reporters and athletes should, you know, really just focus on at what they're good at, you know, which is sports. And, that, and that's just blasphemous, you know, so I respect TJ and I respect Nate for being able to go out there and, and you know, say, you know, the desperate times, you know, like there, there's circumstances right now that there's so there's things right now in the world that are so much bigger that are so much more important you know than just a stupid basketball game or just a stupid baseball game and you know I know it's it's hard to just call that stuff stupid because you know we get so riled up over it you know every Sunday when the NFL's on you know <laughs> you know me and all my buddies and all my friends you know it's like a religion to us it really is um you know but it's like at the end of the day in the grand scheme of things that stuff means nothing you know it's just entertainment it's a distraction it's it's something that we use to get away that we use to enjoy you know, but it's there, there's these pressing issues of police, police brutality and, you know, Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter. And just, you know, there, there's these pressing issues of systematic oppression that are still happening in the year 2020. And it's like, you know, I wasn't around in the 50s, the 60s, you know, even before that, you know, when rate, when slavery was a thing as well. But all I know is, you know, it's been almost, you know, 100 years since we legalized voting for, you know, black people. And it's like, you know, just because we did that, you know, back in the 60s doesn't mean that it's okay, you know, now in 2020, you know, there's got to be continued progress. And there really hasn't been any of that, especially, you know, on the brutality front. And it's just unfortunate. You know, I have a good friend, I have a couple good friends of mine, you know, that are African American and black. And, you know, some of them have decided to not go to the protest, you know, out of fear that they might, you know, get hurt by the police or, you know, worse by, you know, some people trying to insinuate some stuff. Um, you know, and then I have other friends that are extremely passionate, you know, that are willing to be out there and, and, you know, tell their stories and march with people and love their, you know, love strangers and, and, you know, just be out there to support the cause. So, you know, I, I, I just, I just, like I said, I just want peace in this world. I think everybody could use a little bit of peace, um, some stability. And unfortunately it just doesn't seem like that's the reality you know, of the situation right now. And it's not going to happen here anytime soon, you know, as it appears. I mean, we're going on a week now of these protests and these peaceful protests and, and it's awesome to see, you know, just to see a, a congregation of people, you know, kind of come together and, and rally over something, even though not everybody in these crowds are black, you know, and, and that's what I love about Colorado and I love about Denver. You know, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't think Colorado is necessarily, you know, like a, a black stronghold. Um, and I think that's been kind of evident in some of these protests. You know, I've gone downtown and, you know, I don't just see black people. You know, I see white people. I see Hispanic people. I see Native Americans. You know, I, I see, you know, all different people from all different walks of life. And I think that it's just so incredible, you know, you know, living in Colorado, living in Denver. You know, it, it's such a multi, it's a multicultural hub. It's a, it's a melting pot of sorts. And I think that's been very reflective in these, um, not riots, excuse me, these protests. Um, and so that... I, I just I think it's super cool to see that, you know, that the love your neighbor, you know, that 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 saying, you know, I think that's kind of coming out, you know, because I, I'm a white guy and I'm I'm over here helping out my black friends. I'm helping out my Asian friends. You know, it doesn't even matter to me. We're all just humans. And, you know, I, I just hope that we can all get through this, you know, together. You know, if you're religious, you know, pray for this stuff, you know, it, and I know that some people don't like the religion aspect of it. But it's like if you if you believe, you know, send some good energy, send some good vibes this way, send, you know, just Pray for positivity and pray for peace. 
And it's like, if you're not religious, you know, just do your part to be a good person, you know, morally and ethically, you know, that's all you have to do, whether you're religious or not, just be a good person. You know, we should all just strive to be good people and, and treat each other how we would want to be treated. Um, you know, so I just wanted to open up the podcast here with that, because I think it is a very, very important um, topic right now. And it, it, it's dominating social media. We had Blackout Tuesday, which was awesome to bring awareness. You know, there's been pr- nationwide protests in Colorado, California, uh, Minnesota, I saw Vegas, I've seen Arizona, you know, there's all these different states that are having these protests. And I think it's it's just great. And it's nice to see that, you know, it's not just something that lasted, you know, 48 hours or whatever, you know, like, it's just, you never, you know, it's, you you don't want to have to protest. But the fact that there's some dedication attached with it, and some passion, and there has been for some for a long time. Um, you know, but this is this is front and center right now. So, you know, the people out there on the front lines that are, you know, protesting day and night and, and standing up for what they believe in, you know, I, I salute you, you know, feel free to hit me up and I'll buy you a beer, you know, anytime, seriously. Um, so people handing out water, people handing out snacks on the trail, you know, good for you guys. Um, again, I, I'm, I'm a supporter of peace and individual, you know, and, and, you know, being one, you know, being one group of people that can all get along. Um, so anyone that's about that, I'm with it as well. Um, but let, let's go ahead here and transition out of baseball because I know that's what a lot of you guys are here to listen to is baseball. And just like last week, there really is no Colorado Rockies related news. I mean, I literally go, I type in Rockies on Google and there's nothing of significance that really comes up in regards to relevancy. Um, you know, we do understand that if there is an MLB season, more likely than not, they're going to combine those divisions in the American and National League based off the geographical region. You know, so we've gone over this in previous podcasts. The Rockies would play, you know, the typical teams from the NL West, but they would also, um, you know, play against the Athletics, the Mariners, the Angels, those other teams in the American League West as well. Um, so, you know, that's that's still kind of standing still um, in regards to the plan. Um, they're trying to get something finalized, they as in the players and the owners. And that is not looking so good right now. So let, let's just do a little bit of a recap here. So the players are, find themselves in the position of, I think everybody knows right now that some, there are going to be losses taken. You know, the owners are going to lose money for not having people in the stands. The players are going to lose money because of that as well. They're not going to be able to play 162 games, which obviously is going to lead to a decline in revenue across the sport. And, and right now you kind of have the owners that are, you know, they're being a little, you know, they're trying to be in their minds fiscally responsible even though, you know, some of these guys, they have significant amounts of money, you know, that they can absorb one bad season or one losing season financially. Um, you know, a lot of these owners could. Don't don't make them think that they can't do that because they totally could. Um, and, then, and then you have the, you know, and the, so that's why the, the owners here are, you know, pushing for that shorter schedule right around that 82-game schedule is what they opened up with. And, um, you know, after some unfortunate back and forth that has not been very productive, you know, the owners have kind of retaliated here. And, you know, they've slighted the players union in a way by offering a a 50 game schedule. And the reason that that's a slight is because, you know, since the 82 game schedule was proposed, the players have always been really on board with the more games, the better, because obviously the more games that are played, there's going to be more money to be made and more opportunities for the players to, you know, cash in on that. So, you know, the players, I think, have floated out, I believe, what, 120 games is something that I've seen. They want at least 110, um, and the owners are just not having it, you know, from fiscal, you know, for fiscal reasons. And also, there is some concern that, you know, once the weather starts to become cold again in, in, in the fall and winter months that, you know, um, maybe this, this virus could come back. And, you know, God forbid that that does happen, but, you know, there's always a chance. So you have two parties that are on complete opposite ends of the spectrum of the players who want to, you know, solidify safety and also want to ensure that they're going to get, you know, 
a decent salary considering the circumstances. Obviously, it's going to have to be prorated, which they've already agreed to back in March. But they want to make sure that it's going to be, you know, fairly close to what they were supposed to make in a normal season. And obviously, there's there's some difficulties with that from the owner's perspective. So it's just such a headache. And I mean, we've been going on, what, three, four weeks now of negotiations just about. And there's really been – it's been negative progress. I mean, there's really been no positive progress made in the right direction. I mean, we just – all we hear is bitching and complaining from both sides. I mean, the owners are talking about how the players don't understand the financial aspect of this with no fans. But then the players are talking about how, you know, the owners don't want to open up the books. You know, they want a revenue share for 2020. But of course, you know, when all is good in the world, they're not going to do that because at the end of the day, you know, these owners are making a, a killing. You know, and while – the top 10% of players also make a killing. It, it's not even close to the ballpark that these owners make and that these owners rake in. So it, it's just, you know, I wish that I had more positive news. I was literally down at tab 14 in Blake Street Tavern over the last couple of days, um, just hanging out, grabbing some lunch with some buddies, grabbed a couple of beers. And I'm just looking at Coors Field and it's just so sad just sitting there. I mean, it is just depressing. It's just an empty ballpark, just lifeless at the beginning of June. It just, it feels so eerie and just doesn't feel right. And I hate it. I really, really hate it. And I was talking about, I'm actually, I'm filming, I'm not filming. I'm recording this podcast in my basement of my parents' house. I um, decided to come back and say hello. And, and I was talking with my dad here a little bit and it's just ridiculous. And I've said this in the past podcast as well. You know, there's the new there's been some information coming out in the last couple of days that the NBA is looking to start at the end of July and the NHL right around that time period as well. And it's just absolutely absurd that the NHL and the NBA, two leagues that were in the middle of their seasons at the end where the playoff pushes were happening, you know, where, where, all, where all the marbles are on the line. You know, these teams had to stop their season. They had to put it on pause. And they are in the process of getting a deal in place and putting a plan in place that's going to allow them to come back before Major League Baseball, a sport, a league that has not even played a single game that was only a few weeks into spring training. How does that happen? I mean, it's just, it's, the thing that just riles me up, you guys, is just the fact that you ha- there's a unified sense between the NHL and the NBA, you've got LeBron, you've got KD, you've got, you know, you've got all these players on the same page, Giannis, Kawhi, you know, in the NHL, you've got all the big name players, you know, you've got the Avalanche players coming out talking about how they think they're going to win the cup, and, you know, no one's going to beat this in a seven-game series, you know, you don't even hear this in baseball, you're literally getting Blake Snell playing Twitch saying, hell no, I'm not playing for, you know, less money, I mean, that's what we're getting, and we're getting Bryce Harper running his mouth, I mean, it's it's just so, so frustrating. It's like, you know, and I, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan in the world. You know, I've given some criticism towards LeBron, but you got to tip your cap to him here. You know, he's he's pushing for this game to come back, as are the other superstars in the NBA and the NHL. You know, like, you, you don't see this from Nolan. You know, you don't see this from Bryce Harper. I mean, Nolan has come out and said that, you know, they want this to be fair. Nolan Arenado, that being. You know, the players just want a fair shake, but it's like... I don't know. There, there's just like this gray cloud hanging over the future of baseball this season, and I just don't know how to feel. And it's just the fact that the NHL and the NBA are going to come back before MLB just is really, really disheartening. And I just, it, it, it just sucks. You know, as a baseball fan, as a baseball lifer, you know, being that it's my favorite sport, obviously I want to see the game thrive and succeed and, and excel. And, and we've talked about this as well. You know, baseball needs eyeballs. It needs people watching. It needs more people in the ballpark. It needs people paying attention. And this was just such a great opportunity, you know, the coronavirus pandemic for baseball to try to get its crap together and get back on the field and try to capture some national attention. And that has not happened. And, you know, lo and behold, here comes the NBA and the NHL and, they, and they're doing just the same. So, 
it, it sucks. You know, there's no end in sight with baseball. Um, but at least we're going to have some UFC to bet on this weekend and some UFC to watch as well. So, sure, UFC 249 was exciting, but that was just the primer. This Saturday, UFC 250 is starting off the June sports calendar with a bang. The fighters are eager to get in the octagon, and DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action with a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Think you know who's going to win the big fight this weekend? Put your money where your mouth is and place a bet on the winner of the fight with DraftKings Sportsbook. If you haven't tried it yet, betting on MMA is easy. You can pick up one you can pick one fighter per match, parlay fights within the card, and even bet on which round the fight will end and how it will end. And for a limited time, DraftKings Sportsbook has a no-brainer of a promotion. They're offering 5 to 1 odds on Nuñez, who is favor- who is heavily favored. Normally a $10 bet on a fighter of Nuñez's caliber would only net $2, but for a limited time, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering a $10 bet to win $50. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code MHS when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. On top of that, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering a no-brainer odds on Nunez winning the big fight this weekend. Bet $10 to win $50. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Don't forget, enter code MHS and get your sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 years or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. So let's go ahead and get back now um, to, the, to the world of baseball. And there is actually some interesting news that doesn't necessarily involve the players. Um, but should there be a season um, this, this year... The announcers of the away team, it just was made public, are going to have to broadcast from their homes or from the stadium, the, the, the opposing stadium. It, it's really fascinating. Let me pull up the tweet here. Here's Bruce at Bruce uh, at MLB Bruce Levine. He uh, is a baseball analyst for WSCRAM in Chicago. He says all MLB announcers, TV and radio, have been told they will be doing all 2020 road games from a local broadcast studio or a home ballpark with monitors as their guide. So that means if the Rockies are playing a three-game series in LA against the Dodgers, Jerry Schemmel and Mike Rice, or not Jerry Schemmel, excuse me, um, you know the, the Rockies broadcasters are going to be broadcasting from Coors Field or from a neutral site that is not with the Dodgers. They're not going to be on the grounds. They're they're going to be. Back in Colorado or somebody else, somewhere else, but they're not going to be in the confines of Dodger Stadium. So they're basically going to be doing what I did to try to break into the industry, which was mute the TV and do play-by-play in your head or just say it out loud. I, I literally – I'm pretty sure anyone that's had a passion for sports media or a passion for play-by-play has probably done this. Um, so it, it's kind of funky and it's just – I honestly don't really understand it because it's like – I always use the UFC as a great example, and even now NASCAR having come back and, and Bundesliga in Germany. Like, are two announcers really going to make that big of a difference? I mean, like maybe they are, but it's like I mean, like I know how press boxes are set up, and it's like they're kind of they're pretty much confined. You know, they have a producer, and there's the play by play guys, and you know, you don't really leave the booth until the game is over. So it's just I don't know. Maybe they can't fit two or three more people on the plane. I, I just don't really understand that, but. Um, it looks like these announcers are going to be doing their games from home or, you know, not live from the stadium. It's going to be from a different location, which is just kind of weird. Um, we'll see how that sounds over the air, assuming baseball does come back at one point or another, which to be completely honest, does not seem quite likely. And and in regards to a timeframe for when this could happen, um, I don't really think that there's an obvious timeframe. I I don't think that there is, 
you know, like right now we see the NBA, they're targeting July 31st. There hasn't been a date thrown out in regards to baseball. Like all we know with baseball right now is they want to play a season and they would like to get it done by November 1st if possible, at least from the owner's perspective. They're afraid of the second wave. They really are. Um, so it's, I, I just don't even know what to say anymore. I mean, I really don't. It, it's just we find ourselves in this awkward situation. I mean, here we are. What does it say? June 3rd or the 4th? June 4th. And it's been over, what, probably three months now since we've had a major professional team-based sport played in North America. Um, you know, there are cities on fire. That, you know, there's just so much craziness happening in the world that at the end of the day, you know, sports should probably be the last thing on our mind. But I think everybody could probably use a distraction right now as well. So, you know, as a baseball fan, I think all I can do, you know, is sit here and hope, you know, for when the Rockies and the rest of these, you know, in the league comes back because I, I want to see baseball at some point this summer. You know, even I, I would love to be able to just even go to a sports bar even and just grab a beer and a hot dog and just sit down and watch the game. You know, even if I can't go to the game. You know, it's just, it would be just so nice, you know, what is today? Today's Thursday or Friday? Today's Thursday. So there, there's a chance, you know, there's there's a handful of Thursday day games, you know, during the season. You know, it's one o'clock right now and I'm recording this podcast. The Rockies put, first pitch more often than not during the days at 110. You know, I would love to go sit 110, two o'clock show, you know, just go catch a game between, you know, a divisional game between the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. You know, even if it's, you know, even, even if it's against the worst team in the league, even if it's against Miami. You know, seriously, I mean, I would just... I would kill, you know, to go to a baseball game right now. And just to summarize all this too, um, you know, with the owners and, and the players, it, it, at the end of the day, you know, the, a majority of these players are well off. You know, the ones that are playing in the big leagues, you know, they're going to get theirs. It, it sucks for the minor league player, you know, the 28, 29-year-old who's fighting, you know, for those couple years of service time. You know, he's been playing in AAA for two, three years. You know, it sucks for him. You know, he's not going to ever get that year back. You know, and it's going to probably hinder his opportunity to get to the big leagues. Um, you know, and it's, you know, the minor leaguers are getting screwed totally, but so are the fans here. You know, we're, we're the, the general population, you know, like we don't make, we'll never even scratch the surface on what these owners, some of these owners and players make, you know, but baseball to us is a form of entertainment. It's a form of, you know, of escape. You know, the construction worker who's working, you know, who's on the job at seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning, you know, all they want to do, you know, when they get home is, is relax, sit down, turn on the TV, watch their Rockies, drink a couple of beers and eat some food, you know, and it's, they're, they're getting screwed out of that. You know, the, the family man who wants to come home and, and, and watch the game with his son or you know, with his daughter. You know, you, you can't do that. You can't explain the game of baseball to your kids. You know, you, you know, the, the, you know the, the, the college graduate with his buddies who wants to go, you know, enjoy his young, his young life can't go to a game with his buddies. I mean, you know, the, all the workers at the stadium, the, the people that, you know, depend on the Rockies, that depend on Major League Baseball for these jobs, you know. I mean, people that work in food service, you know, I mean, like, it's just, there's a lot of people getting screwed over here. You know, it's not just the players. It's not just the owners. There's a lot of people's livelihood at stake here. And, you know, while I am a reporter, you know, and I do cover the team and I cover baseball and all that stuff, I'm a fan. You know, I, I love the game and, and I'll always love the game. And just to see, you know, a bunch of rich people do this. And, you know, for us, the common people, you know, the average Joe to get screwed out of sports right now and specifically America's pastime, baseball. And that's the other thing. Baseball is America's pastime. It's like, like if there was any sport to come back that we that should come back right now, it's baseball. Like, let's get the let's get the country together over some good old fashioned baseball. Nine innings, seven innings, even, you know, I mean, a good four three pitchers duel, walk off home run in the ninth, walk off base hit. You know, it's just we could use that right now. We really, really could. And I just, I cross my fingers and, and I'm very optimistic that, 
you know, hopefully that these owners and players can figure something out and help the common good of the people and just and get this game back. You know, maybe both sides have to bite the bullet. Maybe one side has to bite the bullet more than the other for this season. But let's get the game back. I mean, life's too damn short. We're not going to get 2020 back. We're not going to get any of these days back. And if, if we can get baseball back in a way that is safe and that is a fair shake for both sides and, and the fans can get what they need and, and get that entertainment back, I'm all for it. You know, again, I don't make these decisions. You know, anyone that does make this decision that does make those decisions is probably not listening to this podcast. But I, I just try to speak for the people. I try to speak for the public, and I know that a lot of people just want baseball back, uh, myself included. So that's where I'm going to leave off here on, on today's podcast. But um, I'll be back again last or next week, excuse me. Um, hopefully, with some more optimistic news. I've said that at the end of the last two podcasts, and yet here we are with no optimistic news. Uh, but such is life, I guess. But um, we'll see. You know, we got some UFC coming up this weekend. Like I said, NASCAR. Um, La Liga coming back as well. So there, there's some optimism on the horizon, especially with the NBA and the NHL as well, with the recent news coming out of those of those leagues as well. So we will see. You know, here we are, June 4th. It's been an absolutely crazy last few months. Nobody knows what the hell is going on. At least I don't. Um, but it, it seems like there's a, there's a way for sports to come back. And I could use that because I'm about to graduate college and I could use a job in sports media. Um, you know, I think everybody could use sports back. You know, there's a lot of people in the similar boat as me. There's a lot of people that work in sports media, you know, at Mile High Sports, the radio hosts, you know, the writers, you know, we're all just, you know, like, what can we write about? You know, like, what content can we, I mean, like, literally, I was sitting down for this podcast today. I'm like, what the hell am I going to talk about that I haven't already talked about? You know, we got the news about the announcers, but it's just, it, it's just, but it's rich side versus rich side. So, it is what it is. We might have to uh, organize some backyard baseball at some point this summer, maybe some beer league softball um, to get that itch because it seems like, uh, you know, the owners and players, as of right now, as of June 4th, are not, it's it's looking increasingly likely like they're not going to be able to come to an agreement. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? But uh, it is what it is, guys. But uh, this has been the latest installment of the 20th and Blake podcast, a Colorado Rocky-centric podcast. And this episode of the 20th and Blake podcast was presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. we got UFC 250 coming up this weekend, so be sure to check out DraftKings. But uh, hopefully next week, guys, when I come back and talk to you, we can uh, have something optimistic to talk about. And, and hopefully there's somewhat of a plan in place for baseball to return because I think that would just be a, a great news for everybody. But uh, until then, let's try to enjoy the warm weather and uh, keep on keeping on, everybody. But uh, that's going to do it for me. Anilo Piro signing off. Have a good one, y'all.